Welcome to this week's episode of Joe Picks a World Cup Team live from my podcast studio in San Francisco. I honestly, folks listening at home, I don't know what this episode is. You have no idea. I, I'm like the host in this episode. I'm going to make the episode, and to keep the mystery alive, I'm just going to make the episode title, Unknown Episode. I don't know what's going to happen here. Well, by the time you're making the title, you'll know what's happening here. I know. By the time I'm making the title, I don't know what's going to happen. But right now, I don't. So I want to keep everybody who's listening you have no in, idea. in mystery. I don't know what's going to happen. Joe's, you're, you're sitting three feet from me. We're in San Francisco. The cup of Joe is one foot away from you. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. I mean, I cannot wait for Tony, though he unjustly won this cup of Joe, to get it. He did not unjustly. He won the hell out of this cup of Joe. I mean, I, I'd like to think of a reason why it was unjust, but it, it's a beautiful cup of Joe. Like, this trophy, when Tony gets this, this is going to be the nicest trophy he's ever had. I, this better... I don't. If he doesn't have a trophy case in his house, I think you may also have to build, to a, trophy build case a trophy case to go along for with the, the cup of Joe. It is a trophy so nice you can't not have a trophy case. It's very nice. Well... But that's for our old podcast. I don't know what's going to happen here, but this week on Joe Picks, and it, Joe Picks a World Cup team, I can get the right podcast, right? Not the old one. I don't know. We'll see. Let's hear it. Everybody is wondering what and where they all came from. Everybody is worrying about where they're going to go when the whole thing. No, you're supposed to say Dan. Dan. Well, you were in the middle of telling me a story about yeah, your chimney. I was talking about, so we're in my garage, and Joe was very excited about the, the brick. There's exposed brick. Exposed we're sitting brick. in a room. It's it's normal room. There's drywall on all four sides. It's a garage. There's exposed wiring. There's kind of whatever. But there's brick in the middle of nowhere. But that's the, but the it chimney. Like, it looks like originally 1899 brick. That's why it I like is, it. and and there's a little ash chute in there. We had an ash chute in the chimney, and I've opened it up. Yeah. And when I first moved in here, I literally cleared out. T- like when I opened the chute, like ash started pouring out, and I cleaned yeah. out tons and tons of ash. And there's still ash in there, which may be ash, maybe a hundred year old ash. Totally, yeah. I don't know what yeah. happened in there. We had an ash chute in our house, and then we put drywall over it because we finished our basement. So yeah, kind of sad. Well, the, I I I want I wanted to tear it down to free up the space, but I I can't. There's actually the exhaust, all the piping goes through it. Yeah. So yeah. it's nothing I can do. Dan, 
This is a very special episode. What are we drinking? Well, we're drinking whatever. So, Joe, you have had an opportunity to drink the drinks that we've talked about, but you haven't had the chance to drink. So you've had the Polish vodka, Joe, on your... This is... Well, let me look at the rating you gave the the Polish vodka because you've now had it. And let's see. When we did that episode, Joe, you gave the drink... I don't know what you were drinking. I was just drinking vodka. You gave the drink a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Joe, you have now had the Zabrowska. I mean, easily, by far, a 10 out of 10. And not only should this... 10 out of 10. Should this be changed, but I would say it actually makes other drinks worse. So I think everything else should lose half a point because of how good this is. Well, that's too much work. But does that put Poland... Poland did not make it through. They still won't make it through. Their score is not going to be good enough. Okay. They're still a 5.23. It's not enough. But, hey. This Polish vodka... Everyone should – well, they don't have to stop listening because they can just drive. They should get in their cars, drive to the liquor store, buy – what's it called exactly? Z- I think it's Zabrowka. Z- Zabrowka? Yeah. That's it. Zabrowka bison grass vodka. I mean this is the fuzzy cola of this season. I mean you didn't believe me. It was – so we, we've had on this trip two transcendental moments. Yes. The first transcendental moment, both of them, yes. The first transcendental moment I experienced first, which was my taste of Zabrowka vodka, and I got to introduce you to it. Yes. The second transcendental moment, you got to introduce me to it. Was the weird radio thing at the science exhibit. Yes. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I wouldn't say weird radio thing. How would you describe it? Joe, there is a museum exhibit at the Exploratorium in in San Francisco where you were taking your two children yep and showing we them around which they loved yeah. yeah we were and there was an exhibit where it just said bite this metal pole right that's all it said with a straw it's like sanitary you right? put a straw on it and you yeah. bit the metal pole and, and you bite it and you and you plug your ears and you hear a music well you bit it and i just saw you plugging your ears and you were just like i, I saw a look of awe on your face yeah. it's like you don't see you don't see yeah. every day because you hear music but you hear it not through your ears. You're hearing it through the vibrations of this metal rod. And it's incredible. I mean, it sounds not just like, it doesn't sound like staticky. It sounds crystal clear. Like you're listening on perfect headphones. But you would, I, I just saw the look of awe on your face and I saw your children both have this look of awe. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what the big deal is. Yeah. I put the straw on, bit down. It's amazing. It, it is it's amazing. Legitimately, it's like you're wearing headphones. It's Zabrowka amazing. It's, it's Zabrowka amazing. It's there. The Zabrowka is is that good, Joe? It is that good of it vodka. Is. It it's is. incredible. And I showed all, you. And all on that episode, I finished your bottle. All I've been drinking you all do have is just Zabrowka on the rocks. You in the episode, I wasn't sure if there actually was bison grass in the the bottle, but I have since figured out that there is bison grass in the bottle. In the bottle, so. Um, but that was amazing. That exhibit, that it's really, if you're in San Francisco, go to the Exploratorium, and you know bite down remember, on the thing. I don't know thing. why I remember this stuff. Cause I haven't listened to the episode. We only did it. Polish toast. Nazdrovia. Oh, well, well, right now we're drinking Denmark Aquavit. Skull. All right. Skull. Skull buddy. All I right. don't know what we're doing in this episode though. So Joe, I know I, I just want to set the table a little bit. I know we have five upcoming episodes. We've got Egypt, Belgium, England, Colombia, and Germany upcoming. And I know, let's just get it off the bat, we're not doing any of those. 
though we have research for a lot of those thanks to our fans emeritus oh, we're not doing any of those tonight we're, we're not do doing it yes. yeah yeah sorry sorry, yeah, sorry. sorry. confuse me there yeah look we're all confused no, nobody knows what's happening right now we're not doing any of those in this episode but we're gonna do something i i kind of didn't want to podcast tonight joe you you said we have to podcast we got to come down to the studio yep. and we got the cup of joe right next to us yep i'm a little nervous this cup of Joe will not be harmed in the recording of this it better, episode. It better not be. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited because, okay, look, the World Cup is coming up. And Dan. It's coming up soon. Let's just revel in that for a moment. The World Cup is like a month away. I, I our, our downloads, you know, we had the Reddit poster, God bless him, who said he's our 101st fan. Joe, we're now up to like 120 fans. Nice. I don't know what happened to our listenership. Our listenership has spiked in the last week. But forgetting our stupid podcast, the actual World Cup. Then don't don't forget our podcast. A month and one day away. I think that the mistake we made with this podcast we started too early. We started way too early. People Nobody cared about World the Cup World Cup yet. Now it's true. But here's it. Now people are are even still. It's early. We're in two weeks, binge, people binge listeners. We are. We I guarantee you. After we stop doing the podcast, we're going to stop caring. We're going to get like thousands of listeners. Long God after Men's dot com would have paid us tons of money to do that stupid hair loss and erectile dysfunction ad. By the way, did we get an answer on Big O tires or Big O cartoon? <laughs> we did. Okay, we'll get to it. Okay, no, okay, okay. No. Pause. Pause. Okay. Pause. We'll get to it. Okay. So, so here's what we're going to do tonight, and then I know we have some listener mail, so we're going to get to that. So. We have a bunch of episodes that I'm Nice here. teaser, Joe, yeah. by the way. Look at you. We have, you know, I'm a pro now. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a bunch of episodes that I know we have to get to. And I've written out a schedule for us. That now. aren't Egypt, Belgium, England, Colombia, Germany. Let me tell you. The episodes that we have to do, we have to do England, Belgium, which is we're going to do a doubleheader on the 18th or thereabout. We have to do Colombia, Japan, which we're going to do as a doubleheader. Wait, Japan, that's new. That's not in the list, Joe. We have to do Japan. I've got to send it out to the fans of America. Send America's. it out now. I'm not going to send well, it out not right, right now. now but I'll write it down. Yeah. Columbia, Japan, we're going to do on the 25th or somewhere thereabouts. So what about Egypt? Egypt? And then on the 31st, our finale night, the last of the regular season, we're going to do Egypt, Germany, doubleheader 31st. Wait. All right. We'll do. We'll figure that out afterwards. I'll have to write that down. Okay, yeah, but fine. that's all, that's all. Okay, but it's all the same episodes: Egypt, Belgium, mm-hmm. England, Colombia, Germany, and you're adding Japan. Now. Correct. So that's Correct. it. That's, that's six it. teams. That's six teams. And that's you said that's our finale. Egypt, Germany is our finale. So people might, might be asking, what happens? There's people doing the math. There's six other teams that we haven't done yet. Wait, are you telling me you've already done twenty teams? Holy yeah. shit! There's six other teams. Wait, that's impressive. I know. I know. Dan, I would have thought there are 10 teams no, we haven't done. There's six teams that we've left out. And I'm going to tell you what they are. Because we're going to do them tonight. All six. And I have a plan. All six? All six. No research from no the research. fan emeriti. They have not been informed. Fans emeritus. Fans emeritus. <laughs> six teams. We're doing the research on our own. Who are the teams? Switzerland. Okay. Iran. All right. Croatia. All right. Tunisia. Yeah. Senegal. All right. Iceland. Ooh. I know. I know. Those are an exciting six. Are the, yeah, it's a, we'll call them the exciting six. Yep. Somewhat uh, satirically, I would say. The exciting six. Okay. And we have four categories that we're going to look at tonight, Dan. 
four categories. And we are guaranteeing that at least one of these six are going to make it through. I'm not even putting them in the spreadsheet. And here's what no, it's too complicated. You're not. We, we, Joe, you've, it, people no. can't see this. There's no reason. But Joe, no. you've got a piece of paper. Yes. With you've a got very, a pencil. Yes. It's a nice looking pencil. Did you? Did, was that from my house? Yeah. Where I, did I you find it that? on that table over there? It was, <laughs> near, you, it was near this book. How did you find the pencil that nice? It's a beautiful pencil with a, a working number. eraser, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know I had that. Yeah. And you know what I like about it, actually, Dan? And I don't want to spend too much time talking about this pencil on the podcast. It's not too sharp. It's nice. It's just look at this. It's the right amount of sharpness. I'm. When I saw the pencil, I was in my mind. I was like, that's the perfect pencil. You know, I did not think I would have such a thing in my house. I'm going to take a picture of this pencil right now so we can post it on the Reddit Post it on the Reddit farm. Because I think people need to know about what – this is what you look for in the perfect pencil sharpness. Wait. Should you post a picture of the cup of Joe or is that going to be a surprise? Is, is Tony going to have to post a picture when, of it when yes, he gets when it? When Tony gets it. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. People, people can see this pencil and they can rate it for themselves. Uh, I mean, I can tell you one thing. Season three is not going to be Joe picks a writing utensil because – this pencil takes a Sorry, I can tell you, Joe, that post is going to get an upvote from me and maybe an upvote from our 101st fan. That's three upvotes, Joe. That's yeah. oh, beautiful. My, my karma is going through the roof. <laughs> All right. So here's what we're going to do. Well, half my karma on Reddit is from because <laughs> the Joe picks. Everybody just upvotes everything. Because it's, it, it, it's a friendly forum. Look, yeah. you want to get a free upvote? Come to our, yeah. come to our forum. God. All right. So we have... Four categories that we're going to look but at. But everybody's getting it now before the rush. Like, you have to understand... I'm just looking at the downloads. There is a rush of people who are literally just searching iTunes for World Cup. They're seeing our podcast, like our podcast is popping up because we're like there, and they're listening to it, and they're coming in after the fact. Like, there are people who are going to binge listen to our entire thing. Yeah. And they're not in the community. They're out. Yeah. We need to We need to lock out. Can you lock out the, the subreddit so, like, new people can't join? Totally. Yeah, we, we that's should. what we need to do. We should. If you're not, if you're not in the the subreddit after this, sp- speed six team crazy Joe does the research episode. You're not welcome. You're out. You're not welcome. You're out. I agree. I agree. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. We just need to haze new people relentlessly or haze them. Yeah, yeah. Except for that hundred first fan who really came in strong. He got in. I love that. He got guy. in under the wire. Okay. So here's here's the deal. We're going to have four categories that we're going to talk about tonight. By the way, Joe, I love how you're trying to keep the podcast moving. I know. And I'm deciding this is so crazy. Classic derailer. You okay. keep trying to keep it moving. All right. Here's what we're going to do. Because you want to go to sleep. Because it's fucking late at night. Okay. It is. Look. Here, I don't care. Here's what we're going to do, Dan. Four different categories that we're going to look at. All right. And because you're going to like this game. I'm going to – we're going to take – A game? Going, it, yes. Instead of going country by country by country – Ooh. We're going to go category by category by category and wow. talk about all six. Ooh. I'm going to not give a score, but I'm going to rank the six, oh. one through six. The first place team gets six points, then five, then four, then three, then two, then one. We talk about all four categories. Once we're done, we total up the points. Top team gets through. And maybe the second team gets through, too, if I want. Ooh. But at least one will get through. I love it. What okay. are the four categories, Joe? Do you want me to tell you all four now, or do you want to go through them one at a time? I think I want you to tell me the four now so I can just be prepared. Okay. So the first category that we're going to talk about is we're just going to look at sort of a quick... Though I don't know what I have anything to do with this. You're rating it. Well, we're going to have to do the research on the fly. I have no research going well, on. Well, can I at least tabulate the scores? I mean, I don't yes, want to, but tabulate. I have to do something. No, someone needs to tabulate. Absolutely. Okay, look. <laughs> okay. Well, if somebody needs to tabulate, they're not going to. Look, there are only two of us here. I'm not yeah. doing it. 
Well, when one person's researching or tabulating, the other person just has to vamp because I'm not editing it. We're not we're not <laughs> editing anymore. All right, fair enough. The four categories are a, a quick too good too bad looking at the World Cup odds in the group. All right, Those well, I'll, I have to, to do that. I have to do that. Yep. Okay. I have a program which tells me that. Perfect. Yeah. The second is we're going to do a quick Wikipedia sweep. I want to find out the system of government. Okay. The sorry, third, sorry, Bez and Ryan. I know. We're taking taking good union jobs away from them, the Joe. The third is obviously the most important category to me, the celebrity. Celebrity, yeah. That's and we're going to Bing. And whatever Bing comes up with as their top celebrity, that's the, that's the person so we So you're with. just going to Bing, blank, country, celebrity. Switzerland's. Biggest celebrity. Okay. And that's it. That's what Biggest? Okay, well, what well, do you think my being search term could be? I well, mean, you, you know. Maybe most popular. Mm. Or maybe just blank celebrity. Switzerland celebrity. That's what I'm going to think. No, no. I think you should do... Celebrities bi- from Switzerland? I think you should do popular. Popular celebrities from Switzerland. Popular Swiss celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we can figure out what to call the people. Yeah. Okay. We can perfect. do a little, take a little trip to Homeland Handbook, Joe. And, and what's the last? F- and the last one. This is one that we're not going to even research. We're going to talk about this. What would be the narrative of me rooting for this team? Like, why would I root for this team? Rate that one through six. That's it. All right. Well, that sounds pretty stupid, but that's fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Joe, you literally spent hours coming up with this. And you've done no research. Well, you just I, came it, up with those four things. It took a long time to come up with this idea. And look, I wrote a little calendar for us of, of the future dates. I mean, <laughs> the, the, you know. the calendar was good. All right. So, sorry. I shouldn't, I shouldn't uh, belittle your, uh, your you calendar. You shouldn't besmirch the work that I've done. Okay. So, Joe, list the six teams. I'm going to give their, their World Cup odds. And we can talk about too good, too bad. Okay. Just name the team. I'm going to tell you their okay. odds. Switzerland, hundred to one. Woo! It's a spicy meatball. Okay. Iran, three hundred to one. Okay, Croatia. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa! They're thirty-three to one. You know, Croatia got a team because they got Luka Modric. Wow! Former Tottenham Hotspur. Wow. Joe, You're sort of left in Joe, like not great. Joe, yes, I'm already, I'm already shocked. I was looking down at the bottom for Croatia. What group is? Well, the, yeah, the, 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 the other ones are irrelevant. But, Tunisia, uh, five hundred to one. Woo. Senegal, hundred fifty to one. Hundred fifty to one. Got it. Iceland. Let's see. Where is Iceland? Ah, uh, they're 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 right next to Senegal, Egypt. And Serbia, an even 150 to 1. 150 to 1. Okay, so that's interesting. You know, the problem with doing Iceland, it's, it's the one that I was guaranteed a victory on the guess of the population. I know. You, right. you already said it right. You can, you can already take your, your credit for it. I know, but I know you would have done something tricky where you're like, well, everyone knows Iceland's small, so I'm going to ask you a much harder question. Well, you've got to get the what, population within 10,000. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what percentage of, uh, you know... Okay. Is that your imitation of my voice? I think podcast listeners are going to have a tough time telling <laughs> your voice apart from my imitation of your voice. This imitation is not good. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about the groups that they're in. I worked the Iran-Contra deal, which is now... we It, it went through the first generation of the Iran deal, and now it's fallen through. Uh, woe is me. What is this Donald Trump doing? 
Was that your? Uh, this John. Is that, is that your? Is this your definition of vamping? <laughs> this John Bolton. <laughs> John Bolton character is unhinged. Do you, can you do a John Bolton impression? I don't even know what he sounds like. I don't know. I know he has a mustache. He does. I can yes. do a mustache impression, but that doesn't really translate. Right, let me see it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. That's really good. Oh, man. You fucking kicked, kicked ass with yeah, that impression. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. We might need to start video streaming this podcast. I actually believed you had a mustache for a second. Joe, the podcast where we do it in person are just way better. <laughs> oh, my God. So much better. How, much good, how great is this little podcast studio I got down here? It's beautiful. You got the exposed brick. Yeah. You got these... Insanely uncomfortable podcasting chairs. Yeah, but yeah. you want to be uncomfortable. No, it's true. It keeps yeah. you awake. Okay, so Switzerland is in a group with Brazil, Costa Rica, Serbia. I have to imagine that they are probably the likeliest second. Team here, I've group. got the odds. I've got the I've got the odds of all the groups right uh, right here. So Switzerland's actually the the second favorite out of that group. Right. So yeah. Brazil's the favorite, but Switzerland's the second favorite. Switzerland and Serbia are very close, and then Costa Rica a a third a, a, a long shot. So. Switzerland's got it. I mean, Switzerland's is favored to come out of the group. So Iran is next up. They're in Group B with Morocco, Portugal, and Spain. I have to imagine they are most likely last in this group, even behind Morocco. But certainly, Portugal and Spain have to be you would be you would be dead right. So uh, the the that group goes Spain and Portugal heavy heavy favorites. So (laughs) Morocco and Iran are are each. um, uh, I mean. We talked about this when we talked about this group. Spanish Portugal are are by far the two teams that are most favored to advance out of any group. Uh, Morocco has an outside chance. Iran has, I mean, Iran's chances involve beating either Spain or Portugal and beating Morocco. It's it's not happening. Poor Iran. I'm sorry. I know they're, they're, they have those sanctions now. They're, to deal they're with. I mean, it's, a, it's been a bad. It's going to be a bad month for Iran. Bad, bad for them. All right. Uh, our friends, the Croats, which would have been a fun one to do in Homeland Handbook. So the Croats are actually, it, it seems like, Iceland, I mean, based Argentina. on in Group D, yeah. so Argentina is a heavy favorite for the winner. And they're, this is easy. We get to do two and one. Um, they're pretty, pretty strong favorites to advance from this group. Mm-hmm. And Iceland is pretty strong to not advance. So I actually, this is why I want to pull up the, the 538 um, odds. So Joe, uh, vamp for a second. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about Iceland is that, like, they're sort of this unexpected team. Uh, but, like, how long does that go on for? And at a certain point, like, making the World Cup, I think, is the victory for them. So uh, probably... They did make the World Cup, though, in ridiculous fashion, though, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, and, I mean, but it's not like they are a terrible team. They, they, they have good players, and I suppose you could cool. see them beating Nigeria. I mean, 538 actually has it better. I mean, if you look at the betting odds, it's not – the betting odds are much worse for Iceland than there. So 538 puts Iceland at a 33% chance of advancing yeah. and Croatia up at 57%. So Croatia's Croatia's obviously the favorite – they put Argentina at 75%. Yeah. But by the way, this is before the uh next the the, fr- the there was a round of of like friendlies like tune-ups that happened what two or three weeks ago where all all of the teams sort of got the national teams together, had their tune-ups, had their games and it was very sad for the US who was playing 
tuning up with teams that were in the I world. Know. Yeah. But uh, the odds changed after that. So I, based on, I don't know what happened because I mean, we saw definitely teams went up and teams went down in those odds based on yep. how yep. they performed those tune ups. So the, these 538 rankings are from Though I will six say months that those, ago. Those last round tune ups are sort of um, can be a little bit. Uh, not the best representation of the team because oftentimes it is like intentionally trying out players who you're, who are on the cusp yeah, yeah, of being yeah. brought to the yeah, World yeah, Cup. Yeah. Or not. You're not you're not starting your best players because you you know you're bringing and you don't want to show your hand before the yeah, World Cup. I think it's less because it, it's not like teams' tactics aren't that secret in the World Cup because teams play that. But I think sometimes teams, lineups are sometimes lineups are, sometimes where you're, you're going to play positioning is but like I mean more or less teams teams general like. England plays like England. Brazil plays yeah, like yeah, Brazil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Definitely. it's not like like it's that secret. But I do think that there is um, like there's not there's not a reason for for Argentina to start Messi. I, they may have, they may not have. I don't know. But they know they're bringing Messi. To the point, they know what he's going to do. Yeah. Right? Like it's just a risk of injuring him. Uh, there's, there's no if, but, if, but there's if probably, they played Messi in that game, yeah. they're dumb. But there's probably a ton of cusp players that they want it, that they're not sure if they're going to bring or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, like my but, 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 good friend but, Eric Lamella. Uh, okay, oh, good. But but I think this is interesting just to get us centered in this. So it, it's a, I mean we're hitting a two for one here. I would have been if you had told me Croatia, a, a team we haven't done yet. I think this is probably the only team that in. I mean, what should we call these six teams that are getting passed over? The Passover six. The Passover six. Yeah. Why is this night different than all other nights, Dan? <laughs> because we're we've. Run out of time in our <laughs> podcast, and we just have to run over that. Well, look, in the Passover 6, I would have told you there's no way we're passing over any teams that were favored to yeah. come out of the groups. But Croatia is one. By I far mean, the best team we're passing over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Croatia is, um, you know, in the too good, too bad, which you're going to do the rankings of very soon. I mean, we're, we're not done yet. Croatia is 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 favored. Iceland, not. Iceland's last in their group. So who else? We've got Tunisia. So, so Tunisia, and in their group, I mean... They have England and Belgium in a group. That's such a okay. So draw. To, to, Tunisia, fucked. Tunisia's dead. Yeah. Tunisia is the lowest percentage. Um, they're at they're at fifteen percent according to five thirty. I mean, it sort of helped by the fact that Panama is also not good. It doesn't matter. They, they England and Belgium. Like, come yeah. on. All right, and then uh, you know Senegal. Which looking at the group, Senegal seems like probably the likeliest. So they've Egyptian, got a shot. The likeliest African team to make it through. So according to 538, they're at 31%. Yeah. And Japan, a team we're going to do whatever on your schedule, is at 50%. Poland, the vodka that you love so much, 50%. And Colombia at 70%. I mean, I dare say, Joe, this group is wide open. Wide open. This group is wide open. I think I'm ready to make my rankings right now, Dan. All right. Let's let's hear it. So – by far. Hold oh. on. Let me let me get let me the vamp for a second while I, while I get the uh, the, the teams ready? down. Okay. All right. You don't understand the concept of vamping. Just say random shit into oh. the into oh. the. Oh microphone. yeah. No, I said okay to vamp, and then I I forgot to actually vamp. Yeah. Um, so just say right. something. So I'm ranking these teams right now. I'm looking at them. I'm I'm putting them in order. No. You, when um, you're vamping, you should say something interesting. What What am like, I gonna say? I don't know. An interesting anecdote that happened or something. Oh, well, how, well, okay. Give me a time limit to vamp for. No, I've typed them all in by this point. You don't have to vamp anymore. That was me vamping. <laughs> that's a terrible job. That banter was our vamping. Okay, no, ready? That's, all right. Too good, too bad scale. I think Croatia is number one here. They're really hitting a sweet spot. So is that a six or is that a one? They get six points. All right. Okay. 
Next up is Senegal. You know, by far, I like that. the best odds of an African team, and they should be moving on. And man, I don't know what the road to qualification was. I don't know if was. they have the by far the best odds of a of a African team. Well, Egypt. With no, Salah. no, you're right. You're right. Egypt is one fifty to one. No, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. All right, and then I think. Uh, well, well, I guess I should say Egypt has the exact same odds yeah. as them. So after that, I like Iceland. Yeah. Just because, you know, what an interesting road to qualification, but we're not going to talk about it right now. So they get four points. We're not going to talk about it ever. Switzerland. Well, they make it through. We'll talk about it. Switzerland. And then, uh, you know, sadly, uh, Iran and then Tunisia's in last place here. Uh, kick them while they're down, yep, Joe. I know. Well, Tunisia got last, so, you know, Iran got two points. All right, let's learn there. a little bit more about the government, Joe. What order do you want to well, go Well, Dan, before we move on to the next category, you want to do a little listener mail? No, oh, yeah. Let's take a little break from these categories. Are you going to be frantically researching things? Well, I'm frantically researching systems of government. Now, Joe, <laughs> this is going to be a surprise to you. And this might be a surprise to all our podcast listeners, and especially this podcast listener, Ellie. Super fan Ellie, who says, Hello, Joe. I'm Ellie. inspired Hello. to be a fan of you from Iceland. She's in oh, the- Ellie, her Icelandic fan. <laughs> so after you've just insulted Iceland. Excuse me. They, they got three Oh, they got, they got four. That's pretty good. She said. She or he? Maybe he. I don't know. Well, is Ellie a female or male name in Icelandic culture? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Don't pressure me, Joe. No, I no, I'm 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 just asking. In San Francisco, we don't talk about genders. Well, I'm I'm wondering if Ellie uh, expressed a pronoun preference in his or her email. In their well, email. let's see, let's see. Okay. Hi, Joe. He or she did not include me. <laughs> okay. I just hey, wanted Ellie. to get in touch as I notice you have not yet done a podcast for Iceland. Oh, Ellie's gonna be so. How could you? They <laughs> should be first. Question mark. I work for Inspired by Iceland, a private part public initiative to encourage visitors to Iceland. And I have some facts and stats I want to take a minute to tell you about our World Cup campaign. Oh, my God. Ellie, this is incredible. I have put together below these facts in haste as I do not know how soon you will be covering Iceland in your podcast series, which my colleague... Ollie and I have been listening to and we think is great. Oh my god. Ollie and Ellie. Our World Cup campaign is called Hashtag Team Iceland. It's essentially a global Iceland fan club set up by Inspired by Iceland, backed by the Icelandic president and has already 25,000 people. By Wait, joining the fan club... Did the cl- Icelandic president listen to an episode of my Wait, podcast? Wait, hold on. By joining the fan club, you get an Icelandic surname, a number... And a digit shirt, which you can share. Oh, digital shirt. Digital. Okay. Oh, that's wor- that's worthless. Which you could share on your social media platform if you have a little thing that we don't have one. No, we do. That's what our Reddit is. I guess. We're particularly interested in talking to the U.S. audience about our campaigns. We know you don't have a team. So here are the facts, Joe. Yes, I'm ready. Everything you want to know about Icelandic football from hashtag... Team Iceland. These are the, the official people doing this work. Yeah. <laughs> They've done the research for us. P- 
But you, you've got to give bonus points to wait, a country that has done the research. So wait, look at this document. Am I? They sent this to us. Ellie professionally does this. She did. Prof- she professionally sent this to us. This is amazing. Look at this. Look at this. This is amazing. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it out loud. Okay. Iceland is a small country. It has a population of just three hundred thirty-eight thousand, which means roughly the same size as a, as Cleveland, a, a city you're so familiar with, Joe. <laughs> You know, when you don't live in America, everybody's assumed we've all been to Cleveland. We all know how we big it is. We all can judge the relative size of things. <laughs> yeah, relative to like, is it? Sometimes if, if someone asks me how big is Manhattan, I'll be like, oh, it's like six Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We use that as a scale. Well, Seattle's like two, two and a half Cleveland. Two and a half Cleveland. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. On the Cleve scale, it's a 2.5. But, <laughs> but she also says they're actually. 500,000 whales surrounding Iceland, so that means there are more whales than people. Interesting. I like that fact. And Iceland is the smallest nation to qualify for the World Cup. Oh, Joe, you already knew that. The second smallest is Panama. Oh, she's doing... Oh, my God. So... <laughs> Why did I we should have done Iceland first. Why did I do any of this research? <laughs> Footballers in Iceland. Iceland has 75 professional players abroad. Wow. Is that, is wow. that, is that well, good? I mean, no. I mean, it's, it, Iceland's so small, it actually impacts their, their population, all these people playing abroad. Yeah. <laughs> Iceland has 25,000 registered club players. 7.5% of the population is a registered club player in Iceland, Joe. Yeah, I, I have to imagine that. They have 90 football clubs, 600 coaches. All the coaches are professional and qualified, Joe. She made sure to note. There are no volunteer or parent coaches. I love that. That's a good that's a good labor standard. Yeah. I hate volunteer coaches, Joe. Absolutely. Taking away jobs from real coaches. All kids get a qualified coach from day 1. I love it. The men's team is ranked 18th with FIFA. The women's team is ranked 20th with FIFA. Football is now a year-round sport with the erection the erection, Joe. You're making me uncomfortable you use that word. I'm, I'm just reading from the script. The erection of full-size indoor football halls were started to appear, or that may I say, imp- started to pop up, if I may, <laughs> around the year 2000. But now, hold on. Let me pause there. We had talked already. We, 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 we Joe, don't pause. Keep it going. On the podcast about how one of the things that might impact a country's ability to become a footballing powerhouse is... Like the physical spaces to play soccer, right? Absolutely. Like, and Iceland's saying, I assume that that she's she or he are emphasizing the the indoor fields because the weather is is difficult in Iceland. Maybe I don't know. Absolutely. Look, the erection of the appropriate equipment is necessary Absolutely. for the abs- fulfillment of a team's reaching their. Apex, yeah. <laughs> you, you, I might say, yeah. for team reaching their their the the climax that they're reaching for in the uh... and, and then bursting onto the world scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, climax is a miss. Bursting on the world scene is a hit. Anyways, yeah, it continues. Icelanders in football. Icelanders are more keen to back their team, and over sixty thousand people. Applied for tickets to Russia. The Icelandic president... Oh, this is system of government. Boom. Guoli Johansson and his wife 
First Lady Eliza Reed are both big football fans and recently gave their name and football skills to a video campaign encouraging people from around the world to join the country's hashtag. All right. Yada, yada, yada. Joe, I'm going to skip over. Some of this is, is a little pandering, but I'll just get to the final word. We, inspired by Iceland, which is a part private and public government initiative to encourage responsible tourism to Iceland. Responsible. Yep, that's what I want. Not irresponsible mm-hmm. tourism. Have created a special place for fans of Congregate called Hashtag Team Iceland. I don't think they understand that saying just putting a hashtag isn't actually a space to congregate. That's no. just... No, it is. It is. That works. Anyone can join their special fan club, and if you do, you'll do... <laughs> you'll. It says, if you hashtag Team Hashtag, <laughs> if you hashtag... Team Iceland, you'll be joined to their fan club automatically in English, which doesn't make sense, which is why I started while reading it. Because even though their official language is English, they don't quite understand the hashtag and description of that. But, Joe, we've gotten the personal contact of Ellie Neville. We can all... Email her at ellieneville at thebrooklynbrothers.com, which is a strange email. Strange, <laughs> strange official email for for the Iceland tourism. For Team email, Iceland. But, but uh, that's fine. Okay. Moving on, Joe. We got a lot of mail back. Wow. That, is, that is helpful. Okay. So now should we Oh, your it? reaction. Uh, well, I mean, I'm going to incorporate a lot of that into my thinking about Iceland, but what an email. And look- this is the first time in Joe picks an NFL team, Joe picks a World Cup team, that anyone from the actual team, anyone in any official capacity, right. has made any effort to court my fandom. Yeah, so I the government has reached out to you. Yeah. That's a pretty big fucking And deal. just you. She didn't reach out to me. She said, hey, Joe. I think that was, she intentionally ignored you. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, that's incredible. So should we do system of government first before we get to more mail? Or like, should we be interspersing the mail? Or you just want to read another mailbag? Right Let now? me do a quick other one. Okay. I'll, I have long ones later, but you're right. We'll intersperse them. And I'm going to respond a little bit more to some Ellie This stuff is a quick one. As we keep going. This okay. is to the VIP. This is from Superfan Fan Emeritus, but not Josh PhD, just regular Josh. Other Josh. Other Josh. Not regular Josh. He's not regular. He's no. special. He may also be a PhD. We don't know. He says, I guess I'm a super fan after listening to the Uruguay podcast today, still trying to catch up. Anyways, love your show, and I would love to send you guys a World Cup-related gift via regular mail. Send me your address. Thanks, Josh. Boom. I love it. I don't want to send him my address. I have a P.O. box. We'll send him You have a P.O. box? I do have one, yeah. You do? Yeah. Just for this podcast? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Josh? Yeah. We'll send you... Joe's P.O. Box. Perfect. All right. Because uh, I was like, I could send him my address, but I'm afraid he's going to send me... He might be like a crazy stalker. I don't know he what he... could wait outside the P.O. Box and wait for me to come and pick it up and then, like... You'd, you'd yeah. love the attention, Joe. I would. I, I was going to ask my autograph. I've spent great. a day with your your children. Yeah. You're looking for sweet release from this. <laughs> if this guy kidnapped you, he'd be doing you a favor. Yeah. I'd be like, no, no hurry to pay the ransom, yeah. Liz. Don't worry about it, honey. I'm good. He's like, I've got to send a note. He'd be like, no, well, let's just... Take your time. Let's go get some, yeah. let's go get some lunch. Yeah. <laughs> What's the hurry? What's the rush? All right. So that's from 
uh, super fan Josh, you're getting the the Joe will send you the your PO box information. Send the gift to Joe. Perfect. Let's talk about these these systems of government. Let's hear. Okay, so we're gonna just talk about all six, and then we'll rank rank them. So Switzerland, this is interesting, is the closest state in the world to having a a direct democracy where citizens may challenge any law voted by the federal assembly. So they have. I like that, Joe. They have an executive. Well, what, what's the population? So I, I need. I, it, when we don't do the Homeland Handbook, I get a little befuddled. So the population of Switzerland is 8.3 million. Yep. That's pretty big. It's pretty big. So they have judicial, they have executive, they have legislative, but people get to vote on all the laws. Wait, do they have a Senate? Mm, I don't know about that. Well, I don't know if, if we're in a Senate sedum type of situation here. Well, we, we need to know if they have a Senate. Oh, Joe. They have a... The Council of States is the smaller name. chamber. The smaller chamber is... No, no. But that's their upper house. The Council of States. I love it, though. That's it, better than Senate. It sounds like a superhero name. Like, hey, we must assemble the Council of States. And when when you're in the Council of States, you know what you are, Joe? A statesman? A counselor. No, that's less exciting. <laughs> I thought that counselor is better. All right. So uh, the uh, 20 of the country's cantons are represented by two counselors each and six cantons, oh, no. traditionally called half cantons, are represented by one counselor each. For historical reasons, Joe, I was talking to you about this just today. It's bullshit that California gets two senators. We need North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho, they get a half senator. Well, we don't have the Canton system. I love the name Canton, though. They're a Canton. Every Canton gets two counselors. We have every state gets two senators. But they should be Idaho, North Dakota, South Dakota. They're half states. They're they're half states. It's perfect. They get one senator. I think our North Dakotan fans are going to disagree with that decision. Look, if you live in North Dakota, if our North Dakotan fans, which we love, you know you're getting fucking, it's ridiculous that you get two senators. Yeah, it is. Like, what's the degrees of separation? If you live in North Dakota, like, the degrees of separation between you and your senator has to be, like, two. Like, your neighbor is probably family with the the senator. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. Like, in California... I can't get within a hundred yeah. feet of Kamala you Harris. Vote, you vote for the person that lets you borrow their like writing, mower, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, that's or if not them, they they borrow their writing mower yeah, from exactly. them. Yeah, yeah. I like this. The Council of States, Joe. It's pretty good. You want to hear a Canton joke? Yeah. How does someone in the Canton bend their their legs? How they use their Cantonese. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up. That's incredible. <laughs> Joe, this is the worst podcast we've ever done, but I'm loving it. Okay. Uh, Did you just come up with that? Oh, 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 yeah, I had it in my my Canton <laughs> joke book. I read it. I read it earlier. Well, I don't know. You're going uh, to China. <laughs> all right. Um, so the office and the Chinese love when you joke about Cantonese. The office does not confer the status of head of state, oh, which no. is held jointly by counselors. 
Johan Schneider Amann is the president. And we know who counselors are now. All right, so that's Switzerland. What a system. So Iran. Oh, boy. Iran is a theocracy. Joe, don't say anything about the Ayatollah. I'm not going to say I, I You don't, can't take back. <laughs> we love the Ayatollah. He's a good supreme leader. They have a constitution. They also have a president. They also have a parliament, which let me tell you what they call their parliament. They call it the Assembly of Experts, which I like that. <laughs> and they have local councils. But really, all of that goes through the supreme leader. And really, it's the supreme leader and the president that share power. Current supreme leader is... Ali Khamenei, the president is Hassan Rouhani. Uh, the Ayatollah. I'm just using his given name. Uh, and uh, the Ayatollah has been the supreme leader for 28 years. Hassan Rouhani for four years. So there you go. Next up, our friends the Croats. I think they're unicameral. I, it, it's hard to tell. It seems like their legislative branch has the Sabor, which is the, yes, the unicameral representative body of the citizens of the Republic of Croatia, Joe, 151 seats. It seems like the speaker, they've got a speaker, is Gordon Jan Djokovic. But I'm also looking, the president of Croatia is Andraj Plenkovic. Oh yeah, the 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 plank the plank man. And, and doesn't he look like he looks like an accountant? Like I would trust him yeah. to like file my taxes for me, wouldn't you? Well, Joe, I know why you like him because his hair a looks exactly like yours, and b his hair's graying exactly like yours is graying. So he has a nice head of hair on this guy, doesn't he? I I don't know about his lips though. His upper lip is a little weak, Joe. Well, you know he has that 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 classic Croatian upper lip. I guess. He feels like an outsider, though. Doesn't look Croatian to me. Uh, all right. Well, he's been he's been prime minister since 2016. I feel so like when the former Yugoslavia broke up, he came in and, and came in to seize power. Went to the University of Zagreb. You know, yeah. nothing wrong with that. All right. Uh, Tunisia. Okay. Tunisia. The politics of Tunisia takes place within the framework of of a unitary semi-presidential representative dem- democratic republic. Let me say that one more time for you. So you can, can you no, I got it all. A unitary semi-presidential representative democratic republic. I mean, I don't know what semi-presidential means, but... With the president serving as a head of state, prime minister as a head of government. Now, I don't know what the difference... I guess that means the president's more like external facing, like like issues of diplomacy and the prime minister handles internal. Is that, am I, is that right? I Probably don't makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and a court system that's influenced by French civil law. Oh, look, Joe, you passed France on. We love the French. Yeah. So the current prime minister, the head of government of Tunisia is Youssef, which is Arabic for Joseph. So I like that. That's you. Uh, is it you? Khaled? Is it Youssef Mizrahi? Youssef. No, Youssef Khaled. Oh, it's not you. Yeah, it's not me. No. <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy if you're like through some loophole, I'm actually the prime minister of Tunisia. <laughs> That'd be cool. I haven't like 
check my voicemail. <laughs> I know. Well, like, I, well, I just thought to check. Yeah. If that was a picture of you, how crazy would that be? Yeah, I know. It really freaked me out. Like, in one universe out of a billion, you I'm just look it up. I'm and the prime minister of Tunisia. You're just like, Absolutely. you're the president of in places you've never universes, been. Yeah. I, in, there's yeah. one where I'm the prime minister of Tunisia. Correct. Okay. The president of the Republic of Tunisia is Beji Kaid Asebi. Asebzi. He does not look like an accountant. He looks like an old grizzled guy. And look at this. Son Excellence is his style. I guess that's what you call him. Son, son Excellence. Like he, he looks like he's been around the bush. But he looks like a nice, like a nice elderly gentleman. Yeah, he's, he looks nice, but he looks, he looks a little weathered. I mean, I say that. This is without PhD fan emeritus Josh's research. So he could be like, uh, Benji Kaida Sebzi, one of the worst murderers in, like, in, in the world right now. We're just judging him based on his... Hairline and the look in his Wikipedia official. He looks picture. like you could play chess with him in a park. Yeah. Well, he's committing genocide. Perhaps we don't. Maybe, know. We, we, don't, don't know. Know. we don't. I don't know. want to cast this. Don't, so don't. Maybe not. Don't. Don't. We don't know. Maybe not. Okay. Okay. Senegal. Once again, a semi-presidential system. Joe, I'm looking at. I'm looking at the Senegal National Assembly, Joe, or in French, the Assemblée Nationale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is the unicameral legislature of Sem- Senegal. Get this. There are 165 seats. 119 of them are the United in Hope Party. So this is super majority. Yep. It, Listen to this about Senegal. Well, legislative power is technically vested in both the government and the parliament. Okay. That sounds fine. The parliament rarely introduces legislation or votes down legislation proposed by the government. Oh, wow. Similarly, although the judiciary is theoretically independent of the executive and the legislature, the executive branch seems to exert undue control over the judiciary. Wow. Well, but, that's, that's not good, but, Joe. But Senegal is one of a few African states that has never experienced a coup d'etat. All right. Or exceptionally harsh authoritarianism. Yeah. So there you go. All right. And then our friends at Iceland. I mean, we learned a little bit about... Uh, their current... We learned a ton about them. Thanks. I mean, the Iceland government literally personally reached out to our, our stupid podcast, and they said two people in this government-supported system listen to our podcast. Joe, the government, the legislative branch is the Albingi, or okay. the the Altingi, or the Althing is the National Parliament of Iceland. It's one of the oldest parliaments in the world. That's what it says. Iceland is arguably the world's <coughs> oldest assembly democracy. It was founded in, normally when I see it was founded in, it's a four-digit number, but not for Iceland. It was founded in 930 That's incredible. AD. At Pingvalir, the Thingfields. Yeah, I don't care what is it. It was, it's like, ooh, it looks like a nice building now. Oh, and they got a nice coalition government between the Independence Party, the Left Green Movement, and the Progressive Party. And guess who's on the opposition, Joe? The Social Democrat Alliance, the Center, the Center Party, the Pirate Party. Whoa. The People's Party and the Reform Party. They're on that. There, that's the opposition. All right, Dan, I'm ready to make a ranking here. You ready for me, Dan? Sure. Okay. So with six points, number one in system of government. I mean, it has to be Iceland. The government directly reached out to yeah, me. That, that, there, okay. There's no question about it. This that point. was incredible. Okay. Number two has to be Switzerland. I lo- Direct democracy. I mean, direct democracy is actually pretty terrible half the time. But come on. They're trying something different. Okay. Joe, the rich are getting richer. Mm-hmm. Senegal. 
I mean, I don't like the fact that maybe not such an independent judiciary, but like, you know, never had authoritarianism, never had a coup d'etat. That's pretty good for Africa. Come pretty on. Pretty good. Can't you know, we've we've seen countries and we've talked about leaders of coup experience. I mean, they're just like, yeah. you need a coup. We yeah. got the guys for you. It, it's, I think it's pretty impressive. I don't, it, the U.S. has never had a coup, right? Well, I mean, you could say the U.S. was started by a coup, but I mean, well, the Civil that's War not, that's not was really it a attempted coup. coup or attempted secession. Would you no, no, that? the U.S. isn't started by a coup. It, it, that's a revolution. Russia helping steal an election. Well, we didn't take. Well, it's not really a coup because the military is not taking control mm-hmm. of. But sometimes people say a military coup, which makes me believe that there must be a non-military coup also. It's it's interesting because I am thinking like the United States. There was no coup to have. There was no leader to overthrow. There were just like governors that were like appointed. That's by a war England. for independence. That's that's not yeah a coup, yeah. There's right? no coup. Yeah. There's no coup. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I mean, super fan Josh, the one who might yeah. send you anything to your PO box. We don't know what he knows. Super fan Josh PhD would definitely know the answer to this. Yeah, I mean, what defines something as a coup versus a revolution? Yeah, I I would want to know. Secondly, um. Like, does it have to be military coup? Could could someone like quote unquote stealing an election? Not saying that that has ever happened in U.S. history, but if it had, would that be considered a coup? I would be interested to hear what Superfan Josh thinks yeah, about no, the I'm, Senegal I'm situation. Like, is Senegal really coup free? And what? How is that claim a like realistic claim over time? Mm-hmm. Or is that is that claim? You know, are they like bending the truth a little bit? And mm-hmm. and what is a coup? The, now we're getting philosophical. I don't know. Yeah. So okay. So Iceland's one, Switzerland's two, Senegal's three. Uh, in fourth place, we have our friends in Croatia. Yeah. In fifth place, we have Tunisia, and last place, we have oh. Iran. I just I you know, I'm not down with the theocracy. All right, Joe. While you load up the Bing of the biggest celebrities, I'm going to read another email. Boy, I got another advertisement for another country. Hey, you. This, is, this other might this be very, government. Very aggressive. <laughs> I know. This might be another government-sponsored podcast. I want to let you know I'm Uruguayan. I just listen to your podcast. As you said, there were no Uruguayans listening. We're a small country with only 3.4 million people, but we are everywhere. Below, will leave you some comments about what you said and info on some of the things you said you didn't know. The president's rating was not related to being fourth in the World Cup. Political ideas are something that deeply divides our population. However, football is the only one thing that brings us together. We live and feel football like no other nation. You should visit Uruguay. I think you'd love it. The country got paralyzed in the matches of the 2014 World Cup. The stores and companies closed for all of us to go watch the match. The entire country you, Green Bay Packers of- was yeah was outside in the streets, and there were huge screens installed for us to see the matches together. The currency is the pesos uruguayos. Thirty pesos uruguayos is equivalent to one U.S. dollar. Natalia Oreo is not so beloved in Uruguay as football players. We go nuts over football players and teams, not so much about our singers and bands. Thank you for saying that biting is just weird. Thank you. Yes, I agree. The suspension was not fair, 
and they left us out of the World Cup. It is much worse than they break someone's leg or tackle another player intentionally and only got a red card. I don't see anybody reacting as they do with Suarez. A red card would have been enough. I agree. We don't find the football stars. We create them. When a baby boy is born, the first gift he receives is a football. Football is one of the most important things in our culture. Talent hunters go around the country searching for potential football stars, and they recruit them to go to Montevideo to build their careers in the first division teams in the kids' categories. They grow accompanied by tutors who make sure they don't focus only in football but also in their school studies. They are forbidden to play if they don't get good grades in high school. That is an important condition to keep them in school. Our football shirt is sky blue because it's inspired by the sky color, one of the main features of our country. And the flag is blue, white, and has a yellow sun. Love the comments about our anthem. Thank you. As you know, we are a small country and generally an unknown one, so I deeply appreciate when someone takes the time to broadcast about it. The last thing I want to mention is that the best thing about Uruguay, which is not in the books, is the people. We are kind, friendly, generous, and we will treat you like family. You can ask anyone who's been there. That's why I truly invite both of you, wow, both you and me, Joe, to come over, visit, and get amazed by a really amazing, small, but special place in the world, XO. Hugs and kisses, Joe. Thank you. From Analia. P.S. My mail got almost as long as your podcast. Uh, Not even close. And... In, if she were actually American, her it would we would know because it would say sent by my iPhone. But at the bottom of her email, it says enviado desde mi iPhone. Ah, that's a it's nice legit authentic cut. This cut. is authentic, Analia. Thank you so much, Joe. Let's go to Uruguay. I'm in. I'm in. Everybody's like family there. Let's talk about these celebrities, Dan. Joe, this podcast is not even an hour yet. This is like going to be our shortest podcast ever. This is great. Look, there's a fun new fun twist on the format, Dan. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Switzerland. This is amazing. Top celebrity from born in Switzerland. Can I check? Because a lot of this is like the when I. Oh, it's Roger Federer. That's who you want as a number one. It's got to be their number one celebrity. I don't know. Well, I look, whatever Bing says, I'm just telling you what I know. Bing, Bing does not list Roger Federer as a number one. Wow. Uh, this is interesting. But, you know, I'll consider Roger Federer as part of the team, too. Oh, fuck Roger Federer. But what do you think? This, well, we okay. go by what Bing says. This is what Karsten... Here's the thing. Karsten's job is hard. Because what I realize is that they give you a lot of people who are like, oh, they have, like, heritage in this country or whatever. But number one... Tina Turner was born in Switzerland. No way. How weird is that? Don't. No. Yeah. No. I'm looking at it right now. No. Yeah. No. I'm looking at it. No. Yes. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm telling you. No. I mean, this could go on for a while. (laughs) Tina Turner was not born in Switzerland. That's according to this page. According to what? Is that Wikipedia? Okay. No, no. Sorry. Scratch that. She lives in Switzerland. Right now. But she wasn't born in Switzerland. She was born in Tennessee. Okay, so... Okay. This is... She is... Okay. Tina Turner, back 
back, back. She, she does not get credit. Switzerland does not get credit for Tina Turner. I don't know. I mean, maybe does she? Does okay. She, does she have? Does she have Swiss like? Does she have a Swiss passport or American no, passport when no. she travels? Joe, that's dumb. That's that's a problem when you use Bing. <laughs> Look, Bing. Bing was fairly confident about this, but I will say I have a newfound respect for Carson's role on this podcast. Look at this. Turner has been living in a lake house, Chateau Algonquin, in Kuznach, next to Zurich, since moving there in 1994, Dan. That's a long time. Boy, a lot of people seem to move to Switzerland. Dan, that's 24 years. This is ridiculous. Listen to this. In January 25th, 2013, it was announced that Turner had applied for Swiss citizenship. This is stupid. And she would, quote... Relinquish her U.S. citizenship. All right, here. I found an actual correct ranking of the top... Uh, On April 22nd, number 2013, one, she became a citizen of Switzerland and was issued a Swiss passport. Okay, here you go. Number one. This is like the actual correct order. The number one famous Swiss star, whom I dislike, but yes, he's by far the number one, is Roger Federer. By many experts and everybody. You know, I don't even need to read their stupid thing. Yes, by most people would say he's the greatest tennis player in history. 20 Grand Slam titles, yada, yada, yada. Number Why do you hate Roger Federer? Were he, you just an Andy Roddick fan? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he's a, Roger Federer's a dick, but whatever. Tony and I, could we could record an entire podcast about how Roger Federer's a dick. We don't need to. Number two, they have Cat Graham. Cat Graham... Katerina Alexandra Graham is a Swiss-born American actress, model, singer, and dancer. She is known for her role of Bonnie Bennett on the CW supernatural drama The... And then it cuts off. <laughs> I mean, there was a drama on CW called Supernatural. Maybe it was just that. Yeah, the Supernatural? Okay, Dan. Tina Turner is a celebrity. She renounced her U.S. citizenship and has a Swiss passport. She, she's in. Tina, Tina Turner has renounced? Yes. She, Tina Turner, signed paperwork to give up her American citizenship to the U.S. And, uh, embassy in 2013. That's nuts. For All right, five fine. years, she's been a fine, Swiss citizen. Fine, Okay, that, that makes three. That's our, that's our gold, silver, and bronze in whatever order you want. What's the next country? Okay. Iranian. The number one celebrity, according to Bing, is someone named Shokhri... Agashlu. Yes. She's showing up number one on my list, too. Shokri Agashlu. She's 65 years old. An actress. She made her American film debut in 1989. With what With what film? I don't know. But, oh, the number two, I actually know. Who's the number two? The number two is Nassim Pedra. Oh, she was the in... The SNL alum, Nassim Pedra, yeah, was uh-huh. born in Tehran, Iran. She moved to the U.S. with her family in 1984 when she was two years old. So she was born in Tehran. She was awesome on SNL. Hold on. Well, let's just talk about Shokri Agdashlu for a second. She was in... Which Star Trek movie? The, oh, the oh, most recent one, Star Trek Beyond. But not Star Wars. Yeah, who cares no, about not, Star no, Trek? No, no, no. She was in X-Men The Last Stand, which was a bad movie. She was in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants Part 2. Mm. So she's, she's been... I miss that. She, I mean... It wasn't as good as part one. Yeah. Uh, she, she's, she's been working. She was a voice on The Simpsons. 
Which who? She was in one episode. Someone named Mina. Oh, I don't right. know. Uh, er twenty four. I mean, she's she's a she's a so pretty, she's a, she's an actress. pretty active working act- actress. I mean, Nassim yeah. Pedra should be number one. Yeah. Uh, Nassim Pedra left SNL to be a actress in John Mulaney's startup. Like, ooh. at the time, John, I, I only, I only totally hot. Everyone thought that show was going to be everybody the thought next Seinfeld, the next Seinfeld, said. the next Seinfeld, and she was like entrenched as a cast member and by the way cast members on snl make like a million dollars a year like yeah she's getting paid and lots of exposure too tons of exposure and if you're a cast member who's been there for many years like i know the job is hard but it's like pretty easy for like you literally get paid your salary if you appear in no sketches right, in a right. week it's true you may get fired the next year but yeah, yeah. but and then she she leaves it all to to join john mulaney's show that gets you know picked up and it's terrible it's his show's terrible i didn't watch it but he was the next seinfeld the one thing i think about these shows is like doesn't john mulaney watch his own show like john mulaney is a very funny guy we megan and i watched his netflix startup special i i don't like laughing joe i don't like having fun no that's true i i I, I was literally crying laughing at one point during his it, it it's it's good. The man is an excellent stand-up comedian. There were parts of it that really annoyed me, but he's brilliant. Doesn't didn't he watch his own show and was like Nassim, like don't 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 quit your job for this. I think I think what happens though is I think what first of all I think when you're in it you like delude yourself, right? Like I mean it's just like how you know every political candidate thinks they're going to win no matter what the polls say. Yeah. You're in like a bubble of people giving you positive encouragement and praise and obviously there are people, the writers, the directors, the producers, they are either, they, they either have bad taste and think it's good or they are like, oh, this is a real shipper, but I'm not going to tell him that, you know? So like you're in this bubble. So you start to believe it, first of all, and you think, oh, maybe I don't like it because I'm too self-critical. I'm in it too much. Right. Secondly, I think that like, you know, sometimes there's a lot of compromises in a show. Maybe he didn't like it. Maybe he's like, well, this is a piece of shit, but like, I said, I have to make it have more mass appeal or whatever, you know? It's got to be more like Big Bang Theory. And he's and he like, might, I don't want it to be like that. Or maybe he's like, fuck, those Big Bang Theory actors make like $5 million yeah, an episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll take the next Big Bang Theory. Well, that's what they said about Larry David was so great, which is like, he was just in Seinfeld. He was like, I don't care what they say. I'm just doing our episode. If <laughs> not, true. I'll quit. It's true. But you watch the 10th ep- season of Curb. It's terrible. I mean, I love Larry David. I didn't watch it yet. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. It is by far the worst episode of Curb, and it's not even close. Like, listen after the first couple of episodes, it got better. No, I didn't watch it. Well, anyway, <laughs> I think after the first couple of episodes get better, and then it gets much worse. No. It's bad. It's just bad compared to it's compared. We're we're having a high standard. Yeah, Curb. It was still better than John Mulaney's show, but <laughs> not up to his standard. Yeah, not up to his. All right, uh, Croatia, Bing. According to Bing. The number one Croatian celebrity is Mario Andretti. Oh, that's pretty exciting. So there you go. And this is interesting. Mario Andretti's like, wait, what? we got this John Malkovich? Super interesting. So it says Italian. It looks like when Mario Andretti was born there, it looks like it was part of Italy, but is now part of Croatia. What? So it says when he was born there, it was part of Italy. Now it is part of Croatia. Oh, I don't care about people with Croatia. I want people born in Croatia. That's what I'm, t- I'm telling you, this is hard. 
Yeah, this is tough. Yeah, Mario Andretti, Blanca Vlasic, <laughs> a Croatian athlete who specializes in the high jump. Mm-hmm. She's a Croatian record holder. Yeah, there's not much to say here. Well, look, Mario Andretti. He's, a, he's, he's the greatest racer of all time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, no doubt about it. Okay, next up, Tunisia. Okay, Tunisia. The number one celebrity from Tunisia is Claudia Cardinale, mm. according to Bing. And who, you might ask, Dan, who is Claudia Cardinale? Well, Cla- she's an actress. Who I could ask, in- who are, who's the third most popular person who's Latifah? <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> a lot of questions wow. here. Wow, she was in The Pink Panther, Once Upon a Time in the West. Yeah, she's 79 years old. Yep, she God was in a bunch her. of movies a long time ago. Great, okay. Next up, Senegal. Okay. We're not even going to talk about Bertrand de Lagneau? Nope. Okay. The number one Senegalese uh, celebrity is a footballer. Sort of breaking the rule, but that's okay. Aliou Kali. There's also... Not a lot to pick from here. Patrick Vieira, though, a retired French footballer. Everyone knows Patrick Vieira. Apparently he was born in Senegal. Joe, I'd just like to note, this was a great category choice on your part. Well, these are some tough countries to do. <laughs> well, you pick the categories. Okay, and last up, Iceland. Top of the list in Iceland is Bjork. Uh, yeah. And I'll read it like... The Queen of Quirk, who is probably the most famous Icelander of them all. People's knowledge of Iceland is more often than not limited to the fact that it's Bjork's birthplace. The musician is perhaps best known for her unique singing voice as well as the infinite, infamous swan dress she wore to the Academy Awards in 2001. Those are the list of celebrities. I feel like Tunisia and Senegal really did not really bring it with the celebrities. I allowed the, the footballer celebrities for Senegal because there wasn't much else on the list. But other than that, I think it was a pretty slim pickings. And in fact, like I said before, I give more credit now than I ever did to Carson because it's hard. You search for Iranian celebrities and it gives you a list of people who weren't born in Iran, but i never been to Iran. They're American, but they're of like Iranian or Persian heritage. It's hard to find people who are actually from these places. What <laughs> This playing Bjork. Perfect. Can we just keep talking about Bjork in the background? No, unfortunately not. Number one is definitely Switzerland. Tina Turner. Come on. She's choosing to live in Switzerland. That's amazing. It feels like a tax dodge. Oh, it most certainly is. Because they talk about like, those like Swiss accounts, the Swiss banks. Yeah. yeah. Good for her, though. All right. Six points of Switzerland. Okay. Uh, next up, I'm going to give it to uh, Iceland for Bjork. I mean, look. Yeah, Bjork's... What can you say about a place that has like an iconic celebrity? I don't really no. like Bjork, but like people... If I go out on the street and say, where's Bjork from? People are going to say Iceland. Good for them. Absolutely. All right. Next up is Iran. 
Loving the SNL. Wow. Nassim Pedra. Yeah. After that, Croatia with Mario Andretti. And then I think uh, Tunisia and Senegal in that order. Wow. That's tough for Senegal. They had a good run going. All right, Joe. Just the narrative. Do we have any more email to talk about? I really want to know about this big O tire situation. So, Joe, I, I, I want to make sure I get the exact email right. So I responded to Allison and said, Allison, hold on. Is Big O the tire company or the Japanese anime show? And she responded, oh, sorry. That should say Joe picks a team. Note, I responded in my email address and the subject line was Joe picks a World Cup team. Mm Mm-hmm. She said, sorry, that should say Joe picks a team. We are interested in Joe picks a team. That is an NFL podcast. See the description below. Joe, a huge NFL fan abandoned by his home team, sets out to find a new NFL team to root for. So she, as it turns out, was not interested in advertising on Joe picks a World Cup team. She wants to advertise on Joe picks an NFL team. Correct. Like, if we were to do a season two of that. As it turns out, not only to her as the advertiser, but also to our listeners, Joe Picks an NFL team was a critical hit. Joe Picks a World Cup team... Was... Is, is, a, is a cult classic. It's a, it's a cult classic. It's an, art, it's an artsy film. Yes. Yeah. It, 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 it has certainly critical acclaim, but it doesn't have the mass appeal you would need to get the advertisements. So that is what Allison said, and I responded back and said, unfortunately, the Joe Picks and NFL pod series is over. We're now doing Joe Picks and NFL team, but you do have good taste. Our former podcast was much more popular, and she never responded after that. So we still don't know if it was Big O Tires or Big O the Anime She show. did not respond. All she did is when I responded from the email address that Joe Picks a... World Cup team. She she bailed as soon as out. possible. She was done. She was out. She was done. Wow. Wow. Well, uh, it's nice to know that even the advertisers prefer our previous season. Now, I do have one more email. It's from an Australian fan, but I'm going to save it for one of our future episodes. Okay. All right. Thank Bob, we got you. I've got your email. It's, it's a very well thought out email, and it's it would be wasted. In this dumb episode. We're going to bring this out in one of our future episodes. He's got a lot of corrections. And I, I love this Australian email. Do we have any Asian teams left? Japan. Yeah. Well, I'll bring it out in the, in the Japan episode. Perfect. Perfect. Talk about the, I love talking about the AFC, Joe. I love the AFC. AFC West? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the AFC East, really. Well, I mean, I guess all of it is... but. No, not all of it, but the with, World Cup qualifiers. Within the AFC, though, there's an AFC West and an AFC East. But it's Japan, Australia, and... Well, well I guess definitely AFC well, South. Well, Saudi Arabia, they're, they're that's AFC, AFC West. West. Yeah. AFC West, yeah. yeah. All right. So the last category. Narrative. You said it's a stupid category. Yeah, it's dumb. But because we're skipping over so much stuff... Joe, I this whole podcast is dumb. This, this podcast? The whole season? Or just this episode? Both. This is great. Yeah. All right. 
It's not for you. You're not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's better than dealing with their kids, that's for sure. So I'm thinking about this, Dan. Why would I root for these teams? Let's have one last sip of Aquafy before he finishes this goddamn podcast. Yeah. I, I feel like this podcast is very close to being over, Joe. Thank I think, God. I think this episode is one of our best episodes. We're Fair burning enough. through things. We should have done this for all 32 teams. At one mean, time. We're going to cover six teams in an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. And I think it's tight, Dan. All right. I mean, it's going to be tight. I'm looking at the stats right in front of me. It's tight, Joe. So look. Tighter than a... All right. Don't even finish that. Okay. So... <laughs> I do love the podcast we do in person, Joe. And I love when the cup of Joe is... Look, at the, look how great this cup of Joe is. It's beautiful. I can't wait to give this to Tony. Tony's not going to believe how nice. You're going to put a picture of this up. And, and Tony's probably not listening anymore, so he has no idea this is coming. Yeah. He's too busy going to NFL drafts and... I know. Making... Tony and Pam. Giant trash can beer pong. They're things. like... Yeah. Well, that, that's a... No, patent well, pending. Yeah. We all go to Cincinnati. We're going to play. All right. Yeah, how many, how many Cincinnati's is the Iceland population? I don't know. I only know it in Cleves. <laughs> is, okay. So what makes each of these teams special? I'm going to tell you right now. Dan. Okay. Uh, we don't even have to do research. This is just your personal my, my opinion. But tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Do it in whatever order you want. Oh, you're, I, you're I, just going to state it out loud and then you're going to give the scores and last. Yeah, but tell me if I'm wrong about some of these because some of these I don't really have a good one for. So Switzerland is one of those. There's not a good one for this. This is... There's, there's not a good narrative. It's just a B-level European team. Yeah. Okay? Fair enough. Uh, uh, Iran. Yeah. There's kind of a good narrative there. Nassim Pedra. If you hate Trump, root for Iran. I mean, got those sanctions going. They got their nuclear program back on track. Back on track. Yeah. Look, that's it'd be the political statement. If you're looking for fireworks, there's nothing more fireworks than a nuclear bomb going off. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Croatia. The only narrative I can think of with Croatia is that they have former Tottenham star Luka Modric there, and he's great. Plays for Madrid. Wait, wait, also- wait, wait, Joe. Don't forget. The rivalry is within the former Yugoslavia. The Serbia-Croatia rivalry. It's true. Which, if you, if you are in Team Serbia or you're in Team Croatia, all you're rooting for is that your country goes further than the other one. That's true. And So I could root against Serbia. And, and to use this point of the rivalries, who's Switzerland? Who who gives a shit? Like Switzerland does literally no one indifferent. Who Swiss gives a shit? Care. Who gives a shit about Iran? Iran's they they so they they came out of the AFC too, right? They must have. So it's Saudi yeah. Arabia, them, Japan, and Australia. Like what? They have nothing in common. They have no yeah. rivalry. We're talking about Serbia and Croatia, the Serbs and the Croats. They used to be in the former Yugoslavia. We've got bitter rivals in Absolutely. the same World Cup battling. So we've got something there. Mm-hmm. So next we've got Tunisia. I don't know what they've got going for them. So Tunisia, the only narrative I can think of is that they're terrible. Yeah. And by the way, the Croats, they've got a legitimate shot. You're right. The narrative on the Croats is that, is that they're actually not a B-level European team. They're like an A-minus level European Their team. Their odds to win the World Cup were 33 to 1. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's actually, yeah, that's a real narrative. That's is, legitimate. Is it, is it that's, maybe similar to Belgium, they're like a European team that like, could be hot. Right? If like, you did, if you be, ran the World Cup a hundred yes. times, they'd win it three times. This could be the time to like buy on Croatia. That's actually, and it's got yeah. a player. Their star player is a player that when they're playing, you're like, oh, yeah. But he also did not leave Tottenham. On great but you're times. familiar with his Absolutely. style of play. Absolutely, of course, of course. Okay, uh, Tunisia is just terrible. 
The narrative would be, if I pick Tunisia, listeners would probably be like, oh, he wanted to pick a team that is awful. Great. Okay. If you pick Tunisia, our podcast listeners would say, you're an idiot. How can you possibly pick Tunisia? Senegal. I think Senegal's narrative is that, like, look, they are going to be an African team that has a shot of, of going for it. And, man, I will say, when you're watching the World Cup, I remember it was actually the Ivory Coast was really hot. The year that I was in Italy, and it was so much fun to watch that team because people like there was a bunch of people from Cote d'Ivoire like running around with flags in Italy, and it was great. So I think Senegal being the team from Africa that can actually make some waves in here—that's the narrative. So I just I just want to bring up some betting odds for a second because this is going to be a little a little bit fun, Joe. This is the first time I've ever done this, but I've got the I've got the odds for top goal scorer. So. I'm I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go out of bounds a little bit here. I'm not going to talk about Senegal. But I'm going to talk about another African player. Who do you think has the best odds for top goal scorer in the World Cup? The best odds for top goal scorer in the World Cup must be top goal scorer in the World Cup. I mean. It must be Messi still. You're right. Yeah. It is Messi. It is Messi. Second is Neymar. Third is my, God, my blessed birthday buddy. Birthday brother. Birthday brother. Richard Ronaldo. But I looked to see where the next African player was. And, of course, I found him. And, and I don't think it would be hard to guess who it was. Salah. What do you think he is? So, Messi is 10 to 1. At, at at the peak. So if you're if you're putting a dollar to see who's the top goal scorer, and of course this this account this isn't the top goal scorer in the group stage. This is the top goal scorer overall. So it is it is it is your team skill, has to go far. It Absolutely. is it is yes. half yes. on the individual goal scorer, but half on the team because obviously yes. the further you go, where do you think Mo Salah is? I mean, it really has to be the fact that Egypt isn't predicted to go that far uh so he must be 150 to one wow you you have little faith you have little faith for the liverpool champions league finest he's at 50 to one see i think that's i mean how many how many goals would he have to score so ronaldo's at 12 to one fellow champions league finalists okay ronaldo's at 12 to one Mo Salah is at fifty to one. See, I think people aren't aren't thinking through that bet because the how many goals? Well, Joe, would he have to wait! Score? I already put a hundred dollars on him. How many goals would he have to score in the group stage and in like okay? So let's say best case scenario, Egypt makes it out of the group. They play in the round of sixteen. That's the, like they're still. But it becomes harder to score goals the later you go in the World Cup. But that means that okay, let's say like, like Messi has to pile up there is goals. Very, very, very little chance. Of of Egypt making it past the knockout stage, we'd all agree. On Very that. little okay. chance. Like they okay. they've got four games at most. Right. That means that that whatever team makes it to the final will have three full game advantage over Mo Salah at at most. You well, know, least, honestly, I feel like there's a lot of money in this bet for us. We should just analyze which of these players because you're we're still getting ten to one on Messi, so we can literally. You, we're getting ten to one on Neymar. We're getting twelve to one on Ronaldo. Yeah, we're getting 
16 to 1 on Harry Kane. Like, we should just do the math, figure out which person is going to score the most goals based on the matchups. Just, we should put a thousand dollars. We should, we yeah. should pay for this podcast on this bet. That 16 to 1 on Harry Kane is, is, is pretty juicy, actually. Well, we haven't done England. Joe, we need to just do this and yeah. just. You're right. Suarez from our Uruguayan team, 25 to 1. Let's take all this, all this inane chatter we've had about the World Cup and try and make some you money know, off of Joe, it. You know, Joe, let's. Let's take the men's.com sponsorship. Let's not read the ad, but take the money. Just bet it all on one of these 25 to ones. If we win, we then like return the money and say we didn't do it. Or we buy products on men's.com with whatever our promo code is. If we lose, we just record a fake podcast where we do the thing. Perfect. This podcast expires at the beginning of the World Cup. What would you, what would you want our promo code to be if we had one? I mean, the promo code's got to be Joe. That's it. Joe. I mean, yeah. Okay. It's just Joe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about like... Um, the erectile dysfunction? Put it, <laughs> Everyone's typing in Joe? Put it in Joe. Oh, yeah. man. That's terrible. Look, Joe, you only have three kids. Why not more? <laughs> All right. Uh, three is so easy to deal with on a regular basis. Let's talk about Senegal. Joe, I've had so many nervous breakdowns today. <laughs> just dealing with what you deal with in your regular life. So the last narrative I want to talk about, Dan... Is Iceland. Sergio Aguero's 25 to 1. This is... There's money to be made here, Dan, Joe. Dan. The Cavani. The last 25 one. to 1. What's Cavani at? Oh, it's pretty 25 to 1. We've got to figure this out. Where's the highest... Uh, where's the highest Frenchman on there? Uh, it looks like... Kylian Mbappe. Mm-hmm. 33 to 1. And how about How about Germany. Thomas Muller, uh-huh. 25 to 1. Oh, no, no. Timo Werner, person I've never heard of, 16 to 1. Why right. didn't we? Oh, well, we haven't done the Germany episode yet. How All right. could I know? Dan. Oh, wait. Is Griezmann on France? Antoine Griezmann? I, I think that. it's on France. Okay. 14 to 1. Dan. The last narrative I want to talk about. We got to make money on this. The last narrative I want wait. to talk about. Before you get into this, okay. Joe. I'm in the middle of, of talking about this category. I know. You like, are going down a rabbit hole. Well, now the podcast is going into the fact. I want all of our fans, anybody who's listening to this point, we want emails on best bets on this. No, no. I'm telling you, guaranteed, no, I'm putting emails. $100 down on Damn, the best. Email. This is the poll question. What's the best World Cup Yeah, bet? this is a poll. Go ahead and find This it. is a poll question. Yep. I'm putting $100 down on whatever the poll. I, I This is wisdom of the crowds. Okay, best bet. Everyone puts it in. Whatever gets the most upvotes. I'm putting putting 100 bucks on. Okay. Best bet in the World Cup. We got our poll question. Boom. The last narrative I want to talk about, Dan, shut the fuck up, is Iceland. Iceland. What a narrative. Smallest country in the World Cup. One of the smallest countries in the world. Period. And, And they qualify for the World Cup in Europe. They didn't qualify in fucking... You know, CONCACAF. Yeah, CONCACAF's Con- a joke. Costa Rica gets to, get, gets to, you know, saunter on in there. Now, they qualified out of Europe. What a narrative. For it's a country, 338,000 people. So, Joe, the city I live in, the city you're in right now, has 800,000 people. <laughs> it, what, can you imagine San Francisco qualifying for the World Cup? We can't. America can't qualify. And, Joe, they didn't just qualify. So, they're in. they were in the group with... Croatia, Ukraine, Turkey, Finland, Kosovo, which in retrospect is a really easy group. But Ooh, putting Croatia and Kosovo in a group together. 
Like, <laughs> Balkan showdown there. Yeah, right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Poor Kosovo went zero wins, one draw, nine losses with a solid minus twenty-one goal differential. But Iceland won the group. I mean, Iceland Talk about a genocide. Iceland won f- fair and square. Like it didn't. They didn't need to go to any playoff bullshit. They just won their group and qualified. Now, Croatia finished second. They also qualified, as we, of course, sure. know, because they're also in the, uh, what are we calling these? The uh, the Sinister Six? The Passover Six. Oh, the Passover Six. Dianu. Yeah. Di- Di- Dianu. So, very impressive rights. I mean, look, in this group, Iceland, seven wins, one draw, two losses. Like, they obviously got a lucky group, but in UEFA... There's no lucky group. You, yeah, yeah. You're, yes. you're you're playing top tier talent regardless of what you do. Kudos to them. And the thing that, that even in this group that would have been the most like even in a good year, it would have been them coming in second and having to play the playoff game after that. Absolutely. Right. I mean, I would expect and when, then getting when I pulled this up. Whatever, when I yeah. pulled this up, I expected they came in the playoff, but they won their group. Look, what they've created their. They created the the clap above your head. They created. That's great. It's awesome, and it's the real shame is that it's now been stolen by like. So the Minnesota Vikings, for example, even though they have very little to do with Iceland, other than the fact that their mascot is the Vikings. But Minnesota and Iceland, like, Iceland are actually where the Vikings right. were. And I've been, to, I've been to Reykjavik, too. One of a few World Cup countries I've been to. How was it? I mean, I was in the airport. Great, could, could you try to pronounce it again for the podcast? Reykjavik? Okay. Yeah. I would say Reykjavik. No. You'd be, you, could say, you could say it that way. <laughs> I'd be an idiot. You'd be wrong. I'd be dumb. <laughs> um, let me tell you this. First place, definitely Iceland. They got the best narrative. Here. All right, they have the best right. narrative in you know in the this world. This is the smallest team in the World Cup. Absolutely. It's not the smallest team by far, as we saw in the. Email. And they sent the government sent us an email, Joe. Number two, in my book, is Senegal. All right, gotta love the scrappy African team. That's huge for them. As in, as in, African American American. Look, your I bias, got, your bias is showing, Joe. Absolutely. Uh, number three. Surprise pick, Iran. Wow. Anti-Trump narrative. Look, as we all know, in the alt-left, anything that's bad for Trump is good for us, no matter what. Number four is Croatia. Joe, I'm sort of rooting for North Korea to launch a nuclear (laughs) bomb on San Francisco. (laughs) Even though I'll die in a bloody apocalypse, it's bad for... As, as As the sirens go off, you'll be like... It's gonna this hurt. This is gonna really affect the 2018 polls. It's gonna be it's gonna be bad for his approval rating. It's gonna really help the Democrats take yeah. back the Senate. Well, look, that's all that matters, Joe. Uh, number four is Croatia. Okay. Fourth place. Fifth place, Switzerland. And Ooh. last place, Tunisia. Poor Tunisia. All right. So bringing up the rear, scores Joe. Scores on the doors. So scores on the doors. Scores on the doors. The only country. Boy, poor Tunisia. They came in single digits. <laughs> Tunisia got a one, a one, a two, and a two. That's not good. They come in with six, Joe. Ooh. So Tunisia's out. Tunisia's out. I don't even need to. I don't even need to wait for you. Second place, boy, Nassim Pedra rolling in her grave. Iran. 
A two, a one, a four, and a four. Only good for 11 points. And now we get into a tie for third place between two teams, Croatia and Senegal. They got there different ways. So Croatia started out strong with a six. Croatia went six, three, three, three to get to 15. Senegal went five, four, one, but then with a strong five to come up with 15 points, tied for third place. Then in second place, Switzerland, three, five, six in celebrity. You were loving Roger Federer and Tina Turner. And you weren't so high on the narrative, but you loved their government. You loved, you you were indifferent about their too good, too bad. You were okay with their narrative. You gave it two, but whatever. 16, it's good for second place. And your first place, by far, it's not even close is Iceland, number one, at 21. Five points clear of Switzerland. A four for too good, too bad. A six for government. A five for celebrity. And a six for narrative. So, Dan, that's incredible. Iceland's moving on. Iceland's moving on. What what about Senegal, Tunisia, Croatia, Iran, and Switzerland? I'm going to make a controversial decision here, Dan. I'm moving Senegal on. Whoa, that's crazy, Joe. I'm going to do it. So now that you've moved one Egyptian team on, Egypt... One African team on. One African team on. Yep. Egypt is now... Who knows? It puts Egypt at risk. Your heritage. Had we gone gone into the Egypt episode without one African team on, they'd be a lock. I don't know. I don't know actually how to score this, Joe. I'm a great baseball scorer, but I'm not a good... Joe picks a team score, so I'm just going to put their name. So I'm going to put down Iceland and, and Senegal. Senegal, and instead, of, in lieu of giving them a score, I'm just going to say home pass, run. Passover episode. <laughs> well, what, what do you say when you pass over? So that you put like sheep's blood. You say hog samea. Hog samea. That's, that's uh, yeah. That's happy. Like happy holidays, right? No, no. But what would you put the like sheep's blood on your house? So so the Lord passed over you and didn't murder one of your children. You do do that. So I'm I'm just putting sheep's blood. Put Diana. Okay, Diana. Diana. We're we're really gonna annoy some of our Christian <laughs> fundamentalists. Listen. No, they'll have a lot of stuff to look up. All right. So when I say Iceland. Well, you don't have to say Dainu, but Iceland. Dainu. Senegal. Dainu. Iran. <laughs> yeah, they're out. All right, that's it. Joe, do you have... Wait, hold on. Say, uh, wait, what's the, what other countries that got rejected? Switzerland. <laughs> it didn't play a lot. <laughs> Croatia. Just, just pretend it played a lot. All right, uh... Great episode, Dan. Wait, how many teams are through right now, Dan? I don't know. Do we have the ability to see that? No. Zero ability to see All right, fine. So, Senegal, Dainu. Dainu. Iceland. Dainu. That's two. Mexico. Uh Uh-huh. Three. Uh Uh-huh. Spain, four. Uh Uh-huh. Peru, five. Uh Uh-huh. Korea, six. Uh Uh-huh. France, seven. Uh Uh-huh. Denmark eight, uh-huh. Brazil nine, uh-huh. Argentina ten, uh-huh. Portugal eleven, uh-huh. Uruguay 
12. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks to the Uruguayan. What a nice... Yeah, what a nice email. Ni- what a nice email. Costa Rica, 13. Uh-huh. CONCACAF, baby. And Sweden, 14. Ooh. Wow. 14 teams and six left. Five. Oh, six left. Yeah, right. Good. Japan. Egypt, Belgium, England, Colombia, Germany, and Japan. Joe, I think there are going to be some playing games into the playoffs. Uh, there's definitely going to be some playing games. Well, These are all well, good teams Well, coming Joe, out. as part of the Sinister Six, or the Passover Six, the Dainu Six, I think Iceland and Senegal, they're in the playing games. If yeah. necessary. If necessary, yep. If if not, if if you don't pass enough teams who Iceland gets through, but Iceland and Senegal, I think, are in the playing games. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dan. 13 teams. No, six we have, six we teams have, left to go. We have six teams left. You've picked out the schedule. So, Dan. Send the schedule to me. At the end of this week, by the you're going you're gonna to post this soon. We're not editing much at all. I'm going to post this tomorrow. At the end of this week, we're going to record doubleheader England-Belgium. Whatever research needs to get in for that, got to send it in. That's it. I don't know if people have done the England research, but people have definitely done the Belgium research. Well, we're doing doubleheader. England-Belgium. Uh, we've got the England research. We're, we're ready to roll. All right. The week after that, we're going to do Columbia, Japan. You know who's the person who's been lazier? Who? Carson. Carson got a big new promotion. I told you, Dan. He's working hard. Well, tell him to fucking get the celebrities in. Carson needs to concentrate on his job, his new job. If he doesn't send the celebrities in, I'll look them up myself. All right. All right. I'll let you know. You can't look up your own celebrities again and rate. Well, look. I, I mean, look. It, you know, Bing, Bing provided this episode. All right. I don't. All right. Whatever. All right, Joe. Great episode. Good job, Dan. On on a minute per team eliminated basis this is the most efficient we've ever been. I told you we should should have done this for all thirty two. All right, Joe. Nazdrovia. Nazdrovia. Everybody is a